Yeah, welcome everybody to the greatest show on earth. We didn't think the show was going to happen today because Chris disappeared on me for half a week. Welcome. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, let me get your let me get your face thing right. There we go. Uh, now hold yeah, on. Now we just let me just drop down ten feet so I look even with you. There we go. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, <laughs> MC Chrissy V. <laughs> Nando, championship week, buddy. We made it. Lady we have so much, so much to talk about. Long journey, so much to talk about. What do you want to start going with? on? Our friendship. I'll leave the. No, we'll save that for the second hour. Hold on, I um, messed this up. Hi. Maybe if you showed up and, on time, that uh, wouldn't have happened. Well, we're here now. We're here now. You That's know? all that matters. Uh, all right, let's start. Nando, a lot going on in the fantasy world, as usual. Uh, the weeks, as they keep going on, we keep losing more and more players. And uh, I said it last week, where we were limping to the finish line as fantasy managers. And a week later, we're still in the same spot. So a lot of guys hurt, a lot of quarterback uh, issues, a lot of quarterback changes this week, changing offenses, and uh, so much to go through. So... Let's get it, and let's try and help our listeners and ourselves win fantasy championships here in crucial week 17. Let's start with the Broncos, because I find something very – like, how is this offense going to be affected with Jarrett Stidham? And not like, you mm -hmm. should start Jarrett Stidham in week 17, but like, there are very talented players on this team whose value could change with a different quarterback there, right? Or am I wrong? Uh, well, no. you Well, you're always wrong, but – there's one useful player. There's what Cortland Sutton and Javante Williams are really the only two Broncos that you actually play in this offense. Uh, and Cortland Sutton is looking iffy at best with the concussion. So, yeah, uh, you know, what are you going to do here, Nando? It's uh, week 17. You're definitely not starting Jerry Judy or anybody else in this passing game. If you have Javante Williams, he's an RB2, and why that's we it. Start, why aren't we starting Jerry Judy? I mean, I know he's been bad all year, but this is a new quarterback who might be better in Sean Payton's system. This could be like mm -hmm. a Jacoby Brissett situation, you know? Well, uh, you know. Where Terry McLaurin comes alive all of a sudden because Jacoby Brissett is the system QB that, you know. That's funny that you say that because that was one of the uh, teams and QB changes I definitely wanted to touch on, Nando, with uh, Washington over there. Because if you remember when uh, Brissett came in late in the game versus the Rams a few weeks ago, yeah, he absolutely peppered Terry McLaurin. And I McLaurin was like zero, was like zero on three targets at halftime, and then yeah. Brissett comes in and it's like he finished with twenty five fantasy points. Yes, totally. For the fourth quarter, he just went completely off, couple touchdowns, and finished with like 27, 28 fantasy points that game. So I'm going right back to Terry McLaurin this week. I didn't play him last week versus the Jets in a tough matchup, and he underperformed. It was time for Sam Howell. I mean, this, this kind of doesn't make sense from a real-life perspective, though, Nando, because you have the young quarterback in Sam Howell, and the season's over for them. He should just be getting more and more reps here. And there's no point going to an older, you know, veteran quarterback like Brissett for these final two games. So that doesn't make uh, sense. But, well, you know, for Rivera, for, well, what, Ged, you want to make sense out of that? Yeah. I mean, uh, Brissett understands the enemy's system better than Howell does. To do what? To get everybody else. I mean, you're not just testing just the quarterbacks. What? You've seen what Howell can do in the B enemy offense. Right. But so why not give him another two games to end the season? 
so you know what your quarterback situation you is. You know what your quarterback if situation Brissette is. Lights it up. 14 games. Okay, and if Brissett lights it up in these last two weeks, how does that help you in the offseason? Because then you know that this is – Unless this you is think that Brissett – Brissett's going to come in and win games and cost you a top five. Now, I don't expect them to. They're no, I'm not talking about – this has nothing to do with Brissett. It's with all the other skilled players. Like, is it, okay, this is how Biennemi's offense runs now when we have a quarterback who understands how the offense works. Previously, we had a quarterback who doesn't understand the progressions, where to look, the timing. Mm-hmm. Now we have a guy who fully understands it. And, oh, you know, maybe, maybe McLaurin doesn't suck. Maybe it was just a bad quarterback situation. That's what you're taking a look at the last two games. No, listen, McLaurin hasn't been useless with uh, Sam Howell. He's had his good weeks and his bad weeks. But and recently, Sam Howell's taken a turn for the worse. And I think they just wanted to get him out of there before they completely shatter the kid's confidence going into next year. Sam Howell will be their starting quarterback going into next year. But as for fantasy, we don't care about what's going on next year, Nando. We're trying to help everybody this week. If you're uh, if you own Terry McLaurin, I think you could look at him as a solid wide receiver too this week in a game that they're 13 point dogs. We just yeah. saw what you know the 49ers defense, as much as everybody wants to rave about it. They can be had in the secondary, and I think there'll be a lot of opportunity for these pass catchers. And you got to hope that what carried what what we saw versus the Rams when Brissett came in in the fourth quarter carries over to this game. And Terry McLaurin and Jacoby Brissett uh, make some beautiful music together and are a useful pairing. So I, I like that. That's a, a big uptick for Terry McLaurin. Now speaking of Washington, that offense, uh, Chris Rodriguez goes on the IR. Brian yeah. Robinson, we haven't seen in weeks with the hamstring injury. Uh, he didn't get in a full practice today. He, he was just very limited. Looks like Antonio Gibson is going to be one of those running backs that completely comes in uh, and gets the full workload, along with many others in this championship week. You know, we could be looking at a, a Clyde Edwards-Alaire full backfield takeover with Pacheco out. We could be looking at Zamir White, another full week of him with Josh Jacobs out. Uh, So there's a lot of plug and play week 17 championship running backs that you can take from the end of your bench and put in this uh, week. And they're all top 24 running back options. Uh, So they're all, you know, I like Edwards Alaire the most out of all these guys if he starts, but uh, those other guys are all useful pieces. How about Derek Gore? Would you mess with him if all the pieces fall down the right way in Washington? No, Nando, not in championship week. I'm not bringing in Derek Gore, uh, you know, to be the lead back. So I know that's a Nando special that you would. It's not play, a Nando uh, special. I in just, championship I, week. Chris, I just had to <laughs> Google to make sure it was not Frank Gore because all I hear is Gore, 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 Gore all over the place. And I'm like, why are so many people talking about Gore? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it doesn't make, I mean, Antonio Gibson's there. But there are a lot of people who don't believe that Antonio Gibson would carry the full load. And that oh, I don't think he like will. The guy. Yeah, yeah, no, they, I mean, it's not like you're going to see Antonio Gibson get 23 carries. But he's a useful piece that, that you can actually play in, in a game like that. Like I said, 13-point dogs. They'll be, um, you know, they'll be trailing most of the game. And that's where Antonio comes in to play. And that's why he's a useful piece this week. Your Uncle By Chris the way, that Niners game – yeah, that Niners game Monday night, that was a real surprise, Nando. Were you shocked by that outcome with the Ravens and how uh, Brock Purdy completely imploded? Last week, I, I talked uh, about you know, how Brock Purdy and McCaffrey were, uh, you know, this year's winning combo in the fantasy playoffs. And McCaffrey holds up his end, as always. 
But Brock Purdy with the four interception implosion Fun. game, you know, we, we had Dak Prescott in the first week of the fantasy playoffs, Brock Purdy in the second week, you know, the two quarterbacks that were carrying everybody to fantasy championships, you know, they sank their uh, fantasy owners and got them eliminated in back-to-back weeks. Brock Purdy was hurt. Jack wants to know if we answer questions. I don't know if he's being sarcastic or impatient or yeah, if it's his first know. time on the show. Yeah, I, um, I don't know either. But, uh, yeah, Jack, throw us a question. Maybe we'll answer yours. We'll see. There you go. There you go. He called oh, you out. Yeah, there you go. Start, Start one, one flex. flex. Go ahead, Nando. You want to read it? No, it looks like you seem like you got excited about it. <laughs> Start one at flex. Mixon, Higgins, Cooper, Henry. Funny. I don't like any of these guys this week. So uh, that that works out pretty well for you. The T. Higgins thing um, is going to come down to Jamar Chase. This is one thing we wanted to get a uh, touch on. Jamar Chase showed back up at practice today uh, for the Bengals. And uh, I don't know. I guess he, he's looking like maybe 50-50 that he could return for this game. And if Chase does go, He'll see a lot of Sneed in this game, uh, and that would free up Higgins. So to answer your question, Jack, if Jamar Chase goes, then T. Higgins would uh, have to stay, have to start over these guys, be in my lineup uh, to stay hot. Because we talked about T. Higgins the last couple of weeks that he could come back and win fantasy championships for their owners, for his owners after bombing all year long, and now he's put up two monster games in a row. Could be three if Chase comes in to help him and take uh, coverage away from Snead. Do we answer questions? Let's answer more uh, questions. Kareem wants to know Jerome Ford over Chandler. He's leaning Ford. What would you do? I like I like Ford uh, tonight in this game versus the Jets. Uh, I would lean towards him just because uh, it looks like Madison is going to be back in that backfield to ruffle feathers. That's another thing. Um, you know, the, the Vikings made a quarterback change. They go to Jaron Hall. We don't know how that offense is going to run. You know, the Vikings got completely Vikings, flipped. Man. Every every week, it's a different situation with the Vikings, Nando, isn't it? One week, you, you're hating on them. You're like, all right, that's it. That You know, it's, it's over for the Vikings. Then, you know, the, the following week, you're like, oh, this offense is back with Josh Dobbs or Nick Mullins. And then Mullins craps the bed. Dobbs craps the bed. And now we lose TJ Hawkinson. Jordan Addison is banged up. Jeff- Je- Justin Jefferson came back and looked unbelievable, uh, put up a big game last week. But now this whole Vikings offense is just – we don't know what we're going to get out of it. Um, so I would go Ford over Chandler uh, for the playing time and, and the amount of volume that Ford will get over Chandler this week. Do you, do you believe in the theory that uh, Jair Alexander out – you can just pepper mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson now. Oh, I, 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 you know, Justin Jefferson's a top five uh, receiver this week in Championship Week, and it's funny because I want to lump in a Jonathan Taylor with Justin Jefferson because two guys that were, you know, first round studs, uh, you know, top of their position, and they were hurt all year long, and now I think they're two big time useful pieces. Uh, must starts obviously uh, as we go into Championship Week. Um, Justin Jefferson, yeah. Big uh, big uptick with uh, Jair Alexander getting suspended for one game here. And again, you know, Hawkinson out of the lineup, that's another eight, ten targets uh, that needs to go somewhere else, most likely Jeff- uh, Justin Jefferson's way. And we'll see about Addison. Uh, he came back to practice today, but beat reporters said he didn't look good. Like he was, you know, very gimpy and moving slow. So, 
I think Addison sits. I'm no fake fantasy doctor uh, online like all these Who's other players. Who's a fake clowns, fantasy doctor? All of them. All of them. You know, they like Greg Schultz like of Inside that. Injuries. Uh, I don't. I don't know who that is. That's your colleague but, at the Athletic. Oh, okay. Shout out right. to him. Yeah. Um, but you know, all these fantasy Twitter doctors now that you know they act like they you know they they were working on the patient. They they you know they're in the the team locker room. Uh, and they make their uh, assumptions, and then when they're wrong, they go hiding, and when they're right, they you know repost themselves. So um, a lot of clowns out there nowadays. Who are you referring to? What's Twitter. the name? What's the name specifically? Nah, you just want to start controversy, and I'm usually how, I, how it, am I starting controversy? Gotta, you're talking but, about them. I'm just asking. I know. For I'm just, I just said all the fantasy Twitter doctors. So if you're a fantasy Twitter doctor, you're a half a clown. I know two. Okay, well then that's who I'm talking about. So uh, oh, that's where we're at, Nando. That's uh, that's where we're at, my friend. All right, one more. Let's get one hey, more. Wait, speaking of tonight's game, Nando, I don't yeah. know why it's not getting right, any sorry, Cameron. Yeah, we'll get we'll get back to you in a second, Cameron. But nobody's talking like about it. the uh, the the you know the the topic here at hand: the Elijah Moore revenge game for the Browns Jets game. I haven't heard anybody mention that all week long. Uh, maybe because everyone's over the revenge game stuff. I don't know about that, but I could see I could see a scenario where Elijah Moore here pops up. In you this love game. Elijah Moore more than anybody I know. I know, I know. I'm a, I'm an Elijah Moore believer. I guess. So what are you gonna but, do? And he had, and, and it's funny too because if you think about so it, it's like also Joe ago, Flacco revenge game. It, yeah, and maybe they can maybe they can do it together. But the funny thing is, when Flacco took over this offense, the first game. He was peppering Elijah Moore, and everybody got excited again for Elijah Moore because of the rapport he had with Flacco. And ever since then, what's happened? Elijah Moore has gone, like, disappearing, and Flacco fell in love with Njoku and Amari Cooper to the point where what we're seeing, especially last week, but even the weeks before that, is Flacco has turned Amari Cooper into an elite wide receiver one this past month and Njoku into the tight end one basically yeah. a top three tight end stud and forgot about Elijah Moore. So wouldn't it be ironic in tonight's game versus the jets that it becomes Elijah Moore with Amari Cooper banged up. So, um, you know, people might not even realize it's Thursday night, you know, it's the holidays. You don't know what day it is yet. You know, like yeah, it feels like every day feels yeah, like Saturday. Man. Yeah. You're in your fantasy championship and then you wake up tomorrow and you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. I missed the game. That would be, I'm in a championship. Did I tell you the championship? No, game? You're not. I'll, I'll tell you no, about you're it later. Not. You're not right. Ride it out with Joe Flacco. Don't, so don't Joe Flacco, lie. Right? Listen, here's another thing that's you know driving me crazy the last week or two in uh, with, with fantasy radio and fantasy podcasts. All these fake championship. Oh, I'm playing him in my championship games. I made all my championship games. Imagine if some of these radio hosts that are on Sirius or on or podcasts that I listen to. Imagine if they had to actually show their championship teams and rosters and all these playoff games that they're in and all their fantasy team. I made my championship game in 80% of my league. Imagine if they actually had to show evidence of this. It just drives me crazy. Just drives me crazy listening to all that stuff. You do this every week and I can't read your screen and I'm not. Championship game is set by Jamie Eisenberg. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's backwards. Oh, right that's now. your that's your team. Um, Congratulations to the fantasy footballers and Nando DeFino for advancing to the championship game of the Draftathon League. Hundred dollars right. for St. Jude on the line. Nice. All right, Nando. I I was just joking. I I totally believed you, Nando. I know this is the this is the team you've been talking about that you didn't draft your own team. Rankings. Yeah, because if we if you took your own rankings, you would have been eliminated two months ago. <laughs> it's hurtful, but uh, also not true. Yeah. But a lot uh, on the line, Nando. A lot, a lot on the line this week. So good luck to you, man. What well, is this for St. Jude? You, you know, that's why. So what I yes. did was oh, I shot David. Well, I shot David No, and I'm like, listen, man, like this is basically your team. Uh, so why don't we make these final week moves together? And so we made a bunch of free agent moves together another, hand in another hand. Another way, yeah, 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 yeah. He definitely discussed it. He said, "Here's my pin and password. Let me know how we do." No, I didn't do that. I know, uh, I know you. I know your deal. I, I, he sent me. He sent me a group of players. Before. He sent me a group mm-hmm. of players. Well, no, that, that oh, no. Let's not start <laughs> because co-owning a team with Chris Vaccaro means just standing by and waving, <laughs> and you get to pick the last ten players in a fifty-man draft. And he's like, "Well, the guys you picked sucked." Yeah. And then it turns then, out, like two months later, they're the guys who saved the team because the first forty rounds were done so poorly. No, um, that's I usually mean, I, how it goes. The last time I left it in your hand, you completely ignored the draft and drafted 19 straight pitchers in a row to the point where people were sending us emails laughing at us. Yeah, that part was my bad. So, that was, I was that, not paying attention to that. Yeah, well, I mean, that's so that what team makeup. Nando CJ Stroud uh, returned the, the today. Question? Oh yeah, it's been Let's on the see. screen for 10 minutes. Ride Sorry, or die Cameron. With cool Let's Joe get to your question. Ride or die with Cool Joe gunslinging Flacco. It was no question, Nando. That rider. Oh, so there's not a question mark I mean, at the end of it. Ride or die with cool Joe gunslinging Flacco? Question mark. There was Cameron, no, if you could resubmit that with a question mark, we'll get you an answer. I, okay? I mean, all she was saying was that she was riding and dying with Flacco. So I think Cameron's a guy. Okay. Well, either way, Cameron, Nando, you could also C- write back and Stroud. let us know if you're a guy or a girl. You, you get an answer if you're a girl. CJ Stroud returned uh, to the Texans. I saw you dumping on De- uh, Des Bryant on Twitter this week. Okay. Until Lisa Ann said So, CJ C. Stroud uh, returned yeah. today for the Texans offense, Nando. It's a huge – it's what you want to hear if you're uh, a Nico Collins owner here in championship week. It looks like he's got one more hurdle to, to cover, but CJ Stroud will – uh, make his return, it looks like, in a g- great matchup at home versus the uh, Tennessee Titans defense uh, secondary, whatever is left of it. And uh, you can start all your Texans confidently. Again, Dalton Schultz, uh, top six tight end this week for me. And Nico Collins hopefully returns to a, a, a high-end wide receiver one, low-end wide receiver two uh, for your team. So you will get that dream combination that you were riding a month ago uh, before Nico got hurt and Stroud got the concussion, you'll get it for championship week if you survived. And it's good, Nando. You know, something like that's big because CJ Stroud – I'll get there in a second. I'll, uh, one, give me last thing. It, it's big just because of all the, the issues that we're seeing in the fantasy industry with the quarterback position. There's just yeah. so many bad quarterbacks starting in week 17 that to get a CJ Stroud back – is you know it's major. Oh, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. I just worry he's gonna. Be, no, I'm sorry. You you are the star. I'm just the guy who has questions. But I do feel like uh, he, I mean, you might be a little tentative. You're a rookie. You got concussed. You've been out a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. It just seems like a situation where you come back in and you're like, I don't know, man. I would be nervous. 
you know that second concussion is the worst one, right? So, um, okay. I, question for listen, you. It, it, it's a it's a reasonable situation, but I think you know we all we all sit home and and make these what ifs, and I think he's going to come back and struggle off of his concussion. We don't know. We just know that. It, listen, C.J. Stroud was a stud all year. He had Nico Collins. He's got a good matchup, and if you have these guys, I, I mean. You're going right back to them. If so, let's. I just want to go. Well, you know, we'll go through this. You mentioned the Texans. I wanted to get into the AFC playoff hunt because yeah. I'm just so in love with the Raiders. Craziness. I can't stop texting <laughs> you about the Raiders every week. But yeah. like the Broncos are basically giving up. The Steelers, I have no idea what's going on there. The Bengals are falling apart. The Texans, a little shaky, especially with CJ Stroud. The Colts mm-hmm. are garbage. I mean, the Bills are hot. They're not going to overtake the Bills, but. They were hot until last Saturday, and I don't know what the hell that was. But, yeah, I mean, each of these teams have major question marks, Nando. And the Raiders, you know, just, are, like the Raiders, they had a little easy no, walk. They, they, they can walk I mean, maybe they, maybe they clip a seven seed, Nando. I, That's what I'm I, saying. Know, it's – any of these teams can do it. And it's a – you know, I've been saying it for weeks now. It's a two-horse race in the AFC. We saw what the Chiefs are. Uh, the Chiefs are absolute trash. They're they're garbage. Whoever yes. wins the AFC South is garbage between yep. any of these three teams. I thought yep. the Jaguars would would be a solid third AFC team, um, and they're just so banged up. Trevor Lawrence has got the sprained shoulder now. We might get C.J. Beathard, uh, and beat they're messed. They, they beat hard. I don't know where you come up with this, but um, just how I spell they, it. The, the the fact is that they might luck into it based on their schedule. They get Carolina at home this week if they could find a way to win. And Beathard, you know what? He's not terrible. He came in fourth quarter and he saved the day, honestly, for Calvin Ridley. Uh, he peppered Calvin Ridley in that fourth quarter. He got him to six for ninety and two touchdowns. Uh, Evan Ingram had fifteen targets. So you know. No matter who's under center here for Jacksonville between uh, between Lawrence or Beathard, you could still go back to Ridley and Ingram because they're catch. You know they're occupying all the offense target wise um, for Jacksonville. But none of these teams, Nando, to answer your question, I'm sorry. It's you know it's the Ravens who proved that they're the class of the AFC on Monday night, doing what they did to the Niners. They're two to uh, one. They're I still, still two to like one in the AFC. Uh, yeah. You know, my money's still on Miami, uh, but There's we'll see a, a little preview. Yeah, we'll we'll see a little preview. You know what? Speaking of speaking, Browns of best, are seventeen get, to one. Browns are the Browns are the team, Nando, that I would throw money on. Okay? Let's do it right because now together. The Browns could be that. Browns are going to be the five seed. Okay, they're going to um, open up against probably the AFC South uh, winner. Probably be favored or you know beat them. They can. Be one of these teams that just rides their defense to an AFC championship game. And maybe they yeah. got to go into Baltimore and win. Uh, they'll be familiar with that team. They, you know, they're the dark horse AFC contender, in my opinion. Them in Buffalo, but I still, something's not right with Buffalo, Nando. Uh, I, I want to try and hit on as many teams this week as I possibly can. So Buffalo was a real disappointment. Uh, laying, I laid the number uh, in 
uh, L.A. versus the Chargers last Saturday night. They almost lost that game outright. There's something seriously wrong with Stephon Diggs. I, I've been calling for a huge Stephon Diggs outbreak the last couple of weeks. He was set up perfectly in that game indoors versus the Chargers secondary that got murdered the, the week before by Vegas and Devontae Adams, and he came up short again. So, you know, this is like five or six weeks in a row of disappointments for Stephon Diggs. Uh, I don't know if it's going to get corrected, uh, you know, this year or if he's fighting through an injury maybe. But the whole offense just looks off again. It, you know, Josh Allen was overthrowing guys, underthrowing guys. He's just not on target. You thought that they were turning the offense over to a more run-heavy attack with James Cook. Uh, we all got excited for James Cook. Um, you know, going into last week, having him as a top three running back, thinking that we could ride him to a fantasy championship. He drastically lets us down with six fantasy points, completely bombs out for a lot of owners that, you know, had faith in him. And now what happens last week, all of a sudden they bring in Leonard Fournette into the mix after yeah. signing him and letting him sit there and do nothing on the practice got squad for 10 weeks. Now we bring him into the mix and now it's like three running backs again, getting, getting, uh, you know, snaps. So, you know, I don't know how we feel about James cook heading into this week, but they are double digit favorites at home versus the Patriots. And you'd have to think that this sets up again for James cook to get, you know, 15 touches. So he's, you know, he's an RB one this week. Uh, give me a sec. We're going to take a quick break here. We're going to answer a bunch of questions on the flip side, so don't go anywhere. Yeah. MC Chrissy V and his pal Nando. We're going to help you win your title. This episode is brought to you by Rival Fantasy. Rival Fantasy, the coolest fantasy platform not enough people know about, but they will once I'm done, baby, because they're always innovating. They just rolled out seasonal leagues. We set them up for patrons, for our listeners, and they funded over $1,000 in payouts. That's what Rival's all about. They're always innovating. They already had the fantasy book where you can take overs and unders, stack them up, multiply your payout, but then they added challenges so you can set your own lines and put them out there for the community and then you can browse the community's lines and say hey this guy's crazy i'm gonna take the other side it's cool and they have fantasy bingo rival fantasy is reminding me how much fun i can have with fantasy football and use that promo code player the promo code is player they give you a 100 instant deposit match plus 25 plus a free play that promo code is player for up to 125 in deposit bonus and a free play you can't beat it. We're back. Let's get some more questions, Christopher. Yeah, I see a bunch. Of, I see somebody uh, obviously making fun of you and your Stroud uh, comments. No, no, no. I didn't. Yeah. No, 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 no. I yeah. didn't say that he was going to get a second yeah. concussion. Oh, you I said to, he yeah, might I be mean, playing you a little can't pro, If you pass concussion, if you pass concussion uh, protocol. You go back and you and you're ready to go. Nobody's going in with the mindset of oh he's going to get concussed again because I, I don't know his mindset. Concussed. You don't know his me, mindset. Me and you could get concussed with the wall falling down on our head. You don't know that. So, I'm not saying he's going to get concussed again. We got to worry yeah, about that. Listen, saying, I just like when the I just like when the listeners call you out for your dumb comments. That's all. Uh, Rams thirty. Don F you. says hunt them down. Rams. Rams thirty to one to win the NFC. Wait, that's not the one. Oh, you oh, you're putting this up yourself. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, this is a popular bet, Nando. That was up uh, during your monologue 10 minutes ago when we lost six viewers. Well, live. 
Whatever. You must have missed it because you were just yeah. Go ahead. The Rams thirty to one is a popular one that everybody seems to um, you know be in love with. You know, for a long shot. I don't like it though. I think the Rams are going to be one and done in the playoffs. They're a nice little story. They take advantage of, of you know of bad teams. Uh, offensively, they they could get it done, but they don't have enough horses on defense this year to make a playoff run. So it's a nice story though. Stafford's doing great things with. Cup and Puka again, and you know we all love Kyron Williams, but not well, happening, you made Don feel bad uh, for the Ram. I know, my bad. Um, so that's that. Nanda, we got a major issue here with Jalen Waddle. Uh, I don't think Jay. We there's a bunch right, of sorry receivers. to the fifty of you. Uh, what we're we gonna get? Right, we're questions. not just gonna keep answering questions one after another. We'll get back and forth, but we got to get to a lot of topics, Nando. Uh, a lot of topics wide receivers. A lot of wide receivers. Uh, are banged up coming into championship week. Uh, DJ Moore got banged up in, in a dream spot last week versus Arizona that I think DJ Moore was like, would have been my number, wide receiver one uh, for the week last week. He gets hurt right off the bat early in that game, two minutes in, sits out like three quarters, you know, has, comes back late in the game, but you could see he's visibly like gimpy. And I, from what the injury looked like when it happened, it looked like a high ankle sprain. So that there hasn't been like much reported on it. He's been limited. Uh, I'd be very hesitant to start DJ Moore. I think he's going to try and fight through um, a high ankle sprain. Then that's the story with all these receivers. Jalen Waddle got a high ankle sprain. He's looking doubtful for this week. And if you even if he does suit up, you know he's got this high ankle sprain injury. Uh, how confident could you be starting him? So these are two monster receivers that people were excited about the last couple of weeks with their matchups and how hot they were getting. And uh, now they're in trouble. Same thing with Cortland Sutton, like we talked about with the concussion. I'd stay completely away from that Denver offense this week. And Michael Pittman returning from the concussion. We just talked about CJ Stroud. He showed up to practice today finally again after having the setback that's really – was uh, you know a storyline of last weekend where he traveled to Atlanta to play, had a setback, reported concussion symptoms while in Atlanta. I guess he got messed up on the flight over and then was inactive for game day. So um, a lot of big time wide receivers, big time names that you know helped you for 16 weeks with question marks surrounding them. You have to be prepared to have your you know reserves in, um, and we have a crazy setup for this week, Nando. I love this past week's setup with the game scattered everywhere on multiple I hated days. It. I hated it. Why? You like that? Why? Why? You complain when there are only three. I, I hear three I hear a lot of people Sunday. actually on your I'll, – I'll tell you this. I, I speak to a lot of people, and, and the consensus seems like it, it's more on your side that people don't yeah. like it. But I don't understand it. You know, if you're a football lover and you – are heavily involved in fantasy. Why wouldn't you want more standalone games that you could focus it's so drawn on? Like out, a, man. It's just so I like it all at once. Yeah. Like it's just so drawn out the other way. You just want to get it over with and, and everything, and that's what's going to be this Sunday. That's for not you. true. So, that's not true. That's that's hurtful. <laughs> you're not watching anyway, so it really doesn't factor in with you. But I, am. I watch a lot of games. I don't know why. Uh... I loved. I loved this past week and and the setup. Of it, I really did. You but know, all right, to each you, his man. own. You know, this this you said that as a bar week, owner because you could suck more people in over the course of six days. Yeah, on Christmas Day, I could suck more people in when we're closed on on Christmas Day. 
Um, <laughs> you probably just enjoy seeing him knock on the door. You're like, get out of here. We're closed through your ring. Michael. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm just sitting yeah. in the bar by myself and saying, yeah, but this at one o'clock on this Sunday and three at four o'clock. And, um, you know, the, then we have the eight o'clock. There's no Monday night football this week. And, uh, you know, they threw us a bone, giving us this Dallas Detroit treat on Saturday night. But a lot of fantasy championships are going to be decided on that game with all the players in that contest, you know, on yeah. both of the bowl. Uh, Joey Brown asked Jared Goff or shout CJ out Joey Schreiber. Brown. Uh, you know, for me, I think it would have to go. Uh, I, I would lean towards CG, CJ Stroud in that matchup unless I had like a, an Amon Ra and or Laporta. And then I would just go if, if I'm in an overall contest, I try and just go for the hookup with Goff to Laporta or Goff to St. Brown and, and play it that one. I like both of them. Uh no doubt, you know, we're getting a, a total of 54 in this Cowboys-Lions game. I expect Dallas to boat race this Lions team. The Lions are coming in on the road after winning a game on the road, wrapping up their division. There'll be a little bit of a letdown now. Dallas is home again where they're 7-0 and this year. They're desperate. They're coming off a couple losses. Got to look for this Dallas offense to get back on track, put it together, and probably win this game by, by about, you know, 14, 17 points. Jared Goff uh, has been putting up the numbers, though, uh, in this offense. But they might want to slow down this Dallas offense and run the hell out of the ball with Montgomery and Gibbs. So, you know, this could be, a, a you know, a, a Jared Goff 250 and one or two touchdown types type of game. We got another question about Stroud or Mayfield then. Uh, Follow that up. Yeah, Baker's been really hot, but it's C.J. Stroud over Baker for me. Look at that. Our boy Joey Brown has Stroud and Nico. Yeah, I, I'm, I would go with that. I would go with that uh, combination. I'd like to answer some more questions. About this This one I find interesting is Cooper Dubs. Cooper's going to have Sauce Gardner all over him, supposedly, in this game. No, Dubs he, is he just... won't because Sauce Gardner doesn't travel. So you can easily you get Cooper away from him. But it doesn't matter because Reed is just, you know, not just as good as good. The, like the secondary for the Jets is very good. But to to, to think that, um, you know, you're going to get blanket coverage from Sauce Gardner on Amari Cooper's faults because he doesn't he doesn't travel and he hasn't traveled and he just stays to one side. So, um hey. But I will say this: I I am. It, it's a it's an interesting dynamic here, if you're an Amari Cooper owner. And here's the funny part about: it. I know you love to talk high stakes football, Nando. So after I last just like week, it when you put all the names out there. Oh, I have a list of 18 players, fantasy uh, high stakes players that I want to read off, Nando. After this, uh, just want to read them off and give them the credit. Okay, is that cool with you or not? I'll just huh? wait, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not allowed to talk about high stakes. Uh, I you're gonna, I you're you're disappear for a day again. You'll disappear, you'll disappear again for a day. Uh, yeah. Um, guys, uh, Nando was so butthurt after last week's show that he, I'm not sure uh, you should be using that term out loud. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Listen. Right. Uh, back to the, the back to the the topic. Oh, you can finish the story. Go ahead. Uh, then let I will. Vote who's right or wrong here? Because here's the truth. Here's the here's everyone the story. I talked to thought it was you, Amari Cooper. Going into this game, he's at 
he's on all, all the teams that are at the top of the, the standings in overall contests after his 51-point explosion, right? So now you're in a situation where Cooper got you here, but but on a short week with a heel injury and at the end of the game seeing him, you know, gimpy. Yeah. Versus in a tough matchup on a short week, I don't think anybody that I've heard or, or thought of this week has looked at this as like a positive matchup for Amari Cooper. But what do you do? You sit a wide receiver that just came off a 51-point explosion getting targeted left and right and obviously has an unbelievable thing going with his quarterback in, in Joe Flacco. It's a really interesting – I don't think you're crazy if you sit Amari Cooper, if, depending on what your options are this week. Okay? That's just my two cents. But I think you have to have Ezekiel really Elliott? big – you have to have really big, you know what, to sit Amari Cooper in this game. Bench so, spots. Say it again. What? What'd you say? Nothing. Bench spots. Yeah. Okay. You said really big, you know what's. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. But uh, it's definitely not an enticing matchup. I'd be Great. shocked if Amari Cooper had a, you know, uh, a 25 point type of game versus the secondary in the jets. And again, this game just has ugly 17, 13 written all over it, in my opinion, uh, tonight. And, um, you know, on the Jets side of the ball, Brees Hall coming off that monster game last week, you have to go right back to him, but I don't think you could be excited about him in this matchup. Uh, you know, you got to hope he does it on volume. This Cleveland's defense is nasty at home on a short week. So, you know, it's just one of those games that, you, you know, there are a lot of startable pieces in it. It's just on paper, it just doesn't look like what you want it to look like. I'll say that much. Let me throw some names at you as mm-hmm. Amari Cooper, tough decision people. Okay. And if you can just answer without insulting me, because I'm just reading these off of a rankings list, who, guys who are kind of in the area who you may not like. I'll give you, you, I'll give like you three. Go ahead. You can name three. Don't name ten. Name three guys. Go ahead. Zeke Make Elliott. them good, though. Zeke Elliott. Okay, so you're obviously talking as a flex player, Zeke Elliott or Amari Cooper. Uh, Zeke Elliott. Devin Singletary. No, uh, no Cooper. Devontae Adams. Oh, Devontae Adams, yeah. Yeah, let's yeah, keep that's, going. That's a that's a sneaky game. That Colts Raiders game. George Pickens, it, isn't it amazing that? Um, yeah, George. Pick, well, I want to touch on that Steelers offense in a second. After this, the the Raiders and Colts offense is a sneaky game. I think it could play out like a twenty eight twenty four type of game. And you might say like, well, how the hell is that going to happen after seeing what we just saw? Aiden O'Connell pulled off an amazing stat that he didn't complete a pass after the first quarter. But this game sets up nicely on both sides of the ball for the for the offenses to, to move it here. And, and I think this could be an under-the-radar game. If Pittman clears and, and is fine and good to go, you know, I think Pittman could put up big numbers in this game. Devontae Adams could put up big numbers in this game. And, you know, we already talked about how Jonathan Taylor I, I really like in this matchup. And Zamir White could be a, a nice flex play in championship week. I do feel like everything you just said leads you to believe that the Raiders are going to make the playoffs. 
there's a high stakes guy entering the entering the chat. You could Billy Waz, oh boy, Billy Waz. If Cooper goes, Flacco will give him ten plus targets, like you said. You got to have some. Yeah, that's the truth. That's that's coming from uh, one of the best in the business, right there. And he and he's right. You it's know, weird you didn't you rank in your to top have, 15. I, I will say, because I've had a couple friends text me this. If you want to get creative, if you're in an overall race, right, and just say you have Amari Cooper. This yeah. is the scenario, Nando. You have Amari Cooper. He got you into, like, decent position. Just say you're in 15th, 20th, 25th place. Yeah. And you look ahead of you, okay? I'd say probably the, in the top 12, 10 out of the 12 guys probably have Amari Cooper. Yep. If I was that guy that is outside of that range with Amari Cooper that gave me a big second week, I would sit Amari Cooper and try to make it up elsewhere because I'm not going to catch any – make up any ground over the guys that are in the top 10 or 12 that Cooper got them up past me, right? right? So right. if they got a 20, 30, 40-point lead on me, you're going to have to assume that they're all going back to Amari Cooper in their lineup. Uh, would you, you – know, because yeah. what, if they're, what if they're like in I six would. through ten and they're like, I well, got to get to the like, top five. Just like I just said and just like Billy just said, uh, you have to have really big balls to um, sit Amari Cooper off of what he's just done these past bunch of weeks. Right. So you have to get a little creative. I don't want to finish in 22nd place. I want to finish in top five place. So I got to try. And this is obviously, you know, if, if you're in this scenario right out there in these big contests and everything very specific but, scenario that you're painting yeah listen uh, someone say I wasting do, our listeners times uh maybe maybe yeah. but i do know a lot of high stakes players that listen to us and there's individual leagues but i'll get off it i'll get off that topic no it's, I'll I'll like it. that, it is a great strategy no great i'll strategy. just say this if i have better options uh, and this is only if you have better options i'd go a different route you know that's all I'm saying. Would you, you know what I really like? Speaking what? of that Dallas-Detroit game that's been coming on, I actually got him in my lineup last week, for, and he only gave 10 points. But I really like what I'm seeing in this offense. Jamison Williams for the Lions. Um, I would try and stack as many Lions as possible in this game versus Dallas. Try and get as many guys on both sides in maybe a Brandon Cooks uh, on the Dallas side and and hope that this game plays out as a you know a 38 28 type game you know and the lines probably be playing from behind i could see a scenario where jameson williams uh you know catches seven balls for 85 yards and maybe a touchdown and that's what i'm saying like you get a game like that out of a jameson williams who's sitting on your bench and amari cooper tonight drops a four for 38 and you had the the stones to play Jamison Williams in a in a high scoring matchup instead of an ugly game like tonight. And Jamison Williams gives you a twenty three, and Cooper gives you a six. You know those are those are just the the scenarios I'm talking about right there. And there's a certain amount of games this week that I would want pieces of. And that Pittsburgh Seattle game, Nando, that you wanted to talk about that Pittsburgh offense. I don't want to. Talk you know about who that. saw that George Pickens performance coming last week? But he goes and puts up thirty-five fantasy points, and nobody had him in their starting lineups. Okay, the same thing happened with Gabe Davis putting up a you know his his monthly twenty-four. It's just certain players like that. If you could pick the right spot, you could get it done. And Mason Rudolph came in. He looked pretty good. You're getting uh, the Seattle secondary, who's all banged up. Okay, got to see the status of Adams and Witherspoon again. But the Seattle 
secondary can be had. And now you're bringing in a quarterback that looked like he had confidence in Mason Rudolph. And if you had George Pickens on your bench last week, well, now you got to bring him into your lineup this week. Him and Deontay Johnson could really make, uh, you know, havoc uh, versus that Seattle secondary. Maybe you could get into a game where it's 28-24 and there's, you know, big time receiving uh, yardage on both sides. I'm trying to think of some scenarios where we could take what you're saying and translate that into start sit question, but it's always you poo-pooing it. Like I would like to know who you're starting Brandon Cooks ahead of, and like what the rest of your lineup might look like. It seems way too specific, but yeah, I mean, you might have made the call of the century telling people to start Brandon Cooks in their championship game and have the balls to do it. And if it turns out like he has like a 26 point game, mm-hmm. like imagine that. But I'm just wondering yeah. like, what you know who. Like, I don't have particular names. I hear what you're Gus saying. Edwards? Gus Edwards or Brandon Cooks? No, no I, I Gus Edwards in this game. Um, you know, Gus Edwards is getting the touches and everything. I'm London. just saying, Nando, here's my point. My point, uh, I would go with Brandon Cooks over Drake London. All right. Okay, okay. That's, a, that's a decent scenario because you look at those two and you're like, oh, Drake London, you know, he's, you know, I drafted him in the fourth or fifth round. I got to take, put Drake London over Brandon Cooks. But you know what? The, the point of the topic is that it's guys that have underperformed lately, but if you could plug and play in a right spot in a game like that with Dallas and Detroit with a 54 total, can't just be C.D. Lamb catching 18 balls for 250 yards. Like, right. I see a scenario here where, unless it's a huge Tony Pollard game on the ground, and I'll bet against that because Detroit's strength is against the run, instead of in the secondary, but Dak is going to cook this week. Uh, You know, he's got the whole stage to himself on a Saturday night. They're coming off two bad games, uh, two losses, I'm saying. They obviously have to win this game. They're six-point favorites with the 54-point total. Dallas is going to score 30-something in this game. And if you could catch the, the Brandon Cook's bomb touchdown and add in a couple more catches, and at the end of the day, he's, you know, six for 105 and a touchdown, I'm just saying, you got to cash in. If you, you know, this, if if I had Amari Cooper tonight and Brandon Cooks sitting on my bench, I might lean Brandon Cooks just for the upside. That's all. All this time we've devoted to Amari Cooper, and I would say maybe we'll go Brandon Brandon Cooks ahead of him. Yeah. All right. Look, that's I don't. I, you know, that sounds like something that if I said, you'd be like, get out of here. You don't watch the games. Nah. Nah, Billy Waz you, knows what I'm talking about. You get out of here. No, nah, you would talk about uh, Derek Gore. That, that's who you would bring up. Uh, hey, man. I mean, that's like, you, I think objectively, if we go through all the transcripts of all the shows we've ever done together, mm-hmm. I probably have more good calls than you do. The, that of all the absurd things you're you've just, ever you're said in our show, auto, you're, you're a walking auto draft. Is if what you are. you're, yeah, um, if. <laughs> If you rounded up all the absurd things you've ever said on this show, that I get peppered with, that would be your number one most absurd thing that you think you have better calls than than me. I've helped more people than you have. Nobody asks, and that's what this job is all about: is helping. Nobody, nobody asks. Nando, how about this MVP race, which is a big topic this week in in football? Oh yeah, I just got a text about that. Someone's got a scenario. So last week. Going into that Niners-Ravens game, Brock Purdy was the favorite, MVP favorite. 
Yeah. I bet I bet two guys before the season in August to win the MVP. Uh and one of them was Lamar Jackson. 14, 14 to one. For the last two months, I you know, it's been Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, uh maybe Brock Purdy. Brock you know, Brock Purdy, a couple other guys getting involved. Like I completely forgot about this, my Lamar Jackson ticket. By the way, my other guy was Nick Chubb, in case you're gonna ask that. So no. I was it was yeah, it was a long shot. And now, after one game, Brock Purdy has fallen from favorite to twelve to one in Vegas. And Lamar Jackson is now the two to one favorite. Yeah. For MVP. And I'm yeah. back in business, buddy, with my 14 and one ticket. And now you look up and he's in the game of the week, the one seed versus the two seed, the Ravens versus the Dolphins here. Uh, and he can, I think if he puts on a nice little performance here and he played an unbelievable game, unbelievable game, um, versus San Francisco. And sometimes his stats at the end of the game don't look like, oh my God, you know, 380 and four touchdowns, but, um, he's, he's just doing what his team needs to get done. A lot of people talk about Lamar Jackson's numbers this week. They're not MVP worthy. I understand. But if you watch these games, you know, he had that three, four week stretch where he was moving his team down the field left and right. And Gus Edwards on the one yard line would run it in when Gus Edwards was having those 20 plus point games. You can't fault Lamar Jackson for getting his team down to the one. And instead of getting the box score filled up for himself, handing off to Gus Edwards for all these one yard touchdown runs. So People have to factor that in. Lamar Jackson can have another six or eight touchdowns if, uh, you know, that didn't happen. So So are you saying that there's still time to get on Lamar Jackson as his odds will only go down over these last two games? No, honestly, it was, you know, it's two to one. You don't want to bet him now with two weeks left at two to one, but it's just crazy how all these, um, you know. Who would you bet? Who would I bet now? I'll tell you what. Would you just not touch it? Or would you go like No, I'll tell you who I would. I'll tell you who I would bet. I would bet Christian McCaffrey at four to one. He's the the runner up right now uh, at four to one. And if McCaffrey has two more huge weeks and somehow Lamar Jackson loses this game to Miami and and everything, I could see a situation where Christian McCaffrey, uh, they give him the MVP. Because this is the year to go away from a quarterback and. and give it to one of these stud players in McCaffrey or Tyreek Hill. So that would be my sense. That would be, you know, that Lamar Jackson's minus sense. 190 at DraftKings. McCaffrey is plus 500. Say Let's that answer again? this question. Oh, look at that. Yeah. $10 donation. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Let's answer it. Again, now to read it off. Someone, someone's handling this money, right? That we're giving to charity. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see, I don't know where that goes. I can't even yeah. find our stream on YouTube when it's over. Well, that's because you don't download it and upload it. In a one point, days, and then three days later, you email the the whole group at Player Profile, and you say, "Hey, I'm sorry, I forgot to download the show." That's happened once. Also, six if times. Really, if you want to get into our text messages, we can. Six messages, six times it's yeah. happened, but you ahead. couldn't find the link today. In a one point PPR, if Cooper plays, which two, which two would you start from? Cooper and Joku, Trey McBride. JSN and or Noah Brown. Okay, JD. Uh, Trey McBride is number one. He's in. Okay. After that, JSN. Pat Mayo has Trey McBride as his number one tight end this week. Well, Pat Mayo is a smart guy. I mean, uh, you act, You just said that as if like 
Trey McBride should be like no, not that it's crazy, not that it's crazy. How far Trey McBride like blew up? Like, I mean, to think we're in week seventeen, and I mean, tight ends relatively healthy, and now all of a sudden we're like Trey McBride's the number one tight end in championship week is to me is. Who you else would you, even, like, well, that's, who that's else would you else, even consider? But uh, no, you're uh, again, you're off base. No, who no okay. I mean, what do I know? Tell me, who else would you consider? Hold on, I'm looking up. I'm looking up Jake's rankings. I want to see who how else this, would you. Uh, who else would you compares. rank? There's Sam Laporta. There's Trey McBride, and there's David Njoku. You know, Travis Kelsey is a skeleton. Jake uh, has Kittle, McBride, Kelsey, Laporta, and Joku. Yeah. Okay. So and I didn't mean it's crazy to have one. McBride this week. I'm saying the fact that we're here and like, would you have said in August? Oh, look out! Trey McBride's probably going to have a great back oh, half of the on. season. Keep an eye on Trey McBride. Yeah. Oh, in August, would you say Kyron Williams is a top two fantasy running back? Yes, I actually. Uh, yeah, because you know yeah, what? You would. The season. Well, yeah, you, it's because you're a brilliant mind. Well, you're uh, a brilliant yeah. mind. So you definitely nice. had that. Um, you know, everyone but, mocked me for having him as number four in like. Well, week five, week six. Where, where's your rankings, Nando? That where can we get your rankings? That everybody that you had it at four. I'm you know, if someone asks. Where's, oh, you okay. actually. Oh, you're make believe rankings in your you head are, that you know, said that you. I'll pull it up. Okay, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. Go ahead, answer the question. Don't waste the team. Yeah. Um, no, well, I would. I would like to do this for you, JD. I would. I would really for uh, Billy Waz, so Billy Waz can see that all these lies you've been spreading about me in the high stakes community. Trade. I don't need to spread them. This guy uh, just gave us ten bucks for a Chris Vaccaro. I'm trying to answer. I'm trying to answer the question, but you just keep talking nonsense. So JD, in this scenario, uh, call me crazy, but I would go with both tight ends here. I'd go McBride as my tight end, and I'd flex in Joku, who's been red hot. Uh, you know, tight ends have a lot of success against the Jets D. Again, I'm down on Cooper. Uh, this week tonight and JSN I I love him I want to believe in him I would want to start him against that ravaged Steelers secondary but he got his knee banged up limped off last week he's limited at practice so far Um, I'm sure he'll gut it out and give it a go but it's you know if he was fully healthy he would maybe be in this discussion but he's not and then Noah Brown yeah I I I'm back in on the Texans receivers, but a lot of mouths to feed. And Nico is going to be the top guy. And you figure in Dalton Schultz and, and Noah Brown will be fighting for scraps after that. So he would be my third choice, though. I'll say that, J.D. So I'm going with both tight ends here, and I hope that answers your question. And I appreciate the donation for the appreciate kids. the donation. That Nando takes and brings his kids to the arcade with him. That's not true. Yes. Uh, I have a season pass to the arcades, so I don't need that money. Anthony, Puka, ARSB, and Nico. I'm mentioning Cooper, right? Yeah, we've gone through this, Nando. I know how to do this. So, uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown. You don't need me. I'm just going to go over here. (laughs) Come back, Nando. We all need you. Uh, It's ARSB, buddy. that's, That's the guy. Let's see. John says, thoughts on playing Garrett Wilson tonight. Only a few hours left to decide. Also have Noah Brown. Uh, I'm going with Garrett Wilson. That's, uh, that's, that's, he should see 10 plus targets in this game. And, you know, we have the Jets and uh, 
the, the Jets offense runs through Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. They're going to get 85% of the targets. We saw it last week in the game versus Washington. And uh, that's, uh, that's the way I see it. What else could we answer here for you guys as Nando has ditched me and uh, he, he left me uh, stranded here. Nando, the, the, the listeners, they, they miss you. They want you to come back. This is our friendship represented in uh, StreamYard form. Mm-hmm. This is what it's like. Trying to answer all these uh, box as we can I tonight. I, I don't want to. I don't want to ignore our uh, listeners. It's Championship Week, and they have some tough decisions to make. Looks like uh, Nigel says. Looks like Alave might be hurt. Should I put in Brees Hall? Listen, after what we saw last week with Brees Hall catching twelve balls on dump offs from Trevor Simeon and running for almost another hundred, how can you sit Brees Hall? You know, Alave's got a great matchup versus Tampa secondary. Um, I I don't know what your other matchup. Uh, look like here, but I'm getting Brees Hall in tonight and then take it to the weekend and see if you could start a lobby. If he goes, you got to get him in your lineup, uh, make a decision uh, that way. But the last thing you want to do is sit Brees Hall and then somehow a lobby doesn't play this weekend, uh, which he will, but I'm just saying in your scenario that you're playing out here uh, and then you get, you know, no points from either of them. Yeah, Nanda. What do you want me to do? Talk. Why? Because you've forgotten how to work all these things? No, you just I hit the know. thing that says new comments. I know. Yeah. I don't Come know which on. ones you answered. I wasn't paying attention. Did you already pick three? Uh, Warren Osborne, Ty Chandler? Don, pick three. <laughs> Warren Osborne, Ty Chandler. Uh, Jalen Warren for me. Give me, right, me Jalen Warren in that game. But I will say this, K.J. Osborne, if Addison doesn't go, I'd uh, get him in over Jalen Warren. Let's do these uh, a little quicker. Go ahead. Well, let me, let me scroll. Oh, wait. How come it's not letting me scroll up here? What did you do to this? And, yeah, blame it on me. Yeah. All right. Well, Nando's a big – for the people listening at home, Nando's a, turned into like a really uh, big – exaggerator and, and uh, a lot of lies he spews a lot of lies behind the scenes here at player profiler uh so about what i don't, I don't know nah, name one that i've spewed no i mean instead of answering these questions uh you're just stalling in the worst way no i don't want to get into it nobody cares about that they want their questions answered so let's so answer uh, them etn Bijan, jt hall pick three and ridley or i three. didn't see that uh, ETN's been a real disappointment lately. Bijan finally had a nice game. JT Hole pick three. Uh, who sits out for me? I gotta get ETN in this week. I gotta get B. That's a tough one, Gibbs. Let's see. Taylor in, Bijan in, and ETN in. And Ridley uh, or Pickens? Pickens. Pickens. How about this one? I can't between uh, Godwin and Cooper. Godwin. Yeah, you love, you love the Bucks, man. Uh, Tyler's probably the one handling all the money, right? Again, yeah, Tyler. What are you doing with all the money that gets donated to us, Tyler? Yeah, I'd like to know. But anyway, um, it, it's still an amazing stat to me. With the, the year that Mike Evans is having, after last week, it's 102 targets for Godwin and 101 targets for Evans. Okay? And Godwin has come on nicely lately, but another monster performance from Mike Evans last week. Six for 76 and two touchdowns. He's having a wide receiver one season. It's unbelievable. 
Um, but it's just funny to me that the targets are pretty much dead even. And, uh, you know, shout out to Baker Mayfield, who's now turned himself into a top 10 fantasy quarterback <laughs> going forward these last uh, couple of weeks. Nando, I love this week. You know, we, we, the week after Christmas, we have all these bowl games on. I get to bet on all these bowl games and see them. Time off from work. It's really low key. You could focus more on fantasy. Got all our fantasy championships, uh, you know, up for grabs. Lots on the line. It's just a really chill week, right? Uh, you know, this week between Christmas and New Year's Day. And I'm looking forward Except to Except you made week. us do the show. Well, I'm not going to leave our listeners, our loyal listeners, after 16 weeks during championship week, Nando. Only you would do that because you don't care. You're not a man of the people. Like we're I doing am. it a day and a half late. Uh, and I'm looking forward to next week. Next week, we're going to have a nice, chill show. All the stress will be behind us uh, of all these fantasy leagues that are up for grabs. Um, and and we, we could start talking about the offseason a little bit. We'll be here, uh, you know, for shows all offseason long. We'll cover the draft. We're going to cover fantasy season. playoffs. We'll be here no, like once all. every six weeks, I think. Yeah, well, we'll do, we'll do a show. We're not going to completely leave you. And then we're going to get into after next week uh, for week 18 to talk maybe some uh, DFS or props or gambling. The oh. week after that, Snore. we'll start talking fantasy, uh, fantasy playoff uh, contest. Yeah, super boring. Uh, we could do that and everything. So, um, you know, we we have a lot of things planned out. Nando doesn't want to have anything to do with this, uh, but I'm forcing him to do it. And uh, so shout out to me. And sorry to all of you whose questions Vaquero has monologued over. Mm-hmm. Let's get a couple more before we get out of here, man. I love Supremus yeah. has been sitting here for an hour. Mm-hmm. I think we're just afraid to answer in Joku versus McBride. It's not that. It's, I mean, it, it, Jerry Rice or Randy Moss? You know, it's one of those questions. Everett, Shager, two Schultz. Two top tight ends this week. Pick one. Trey McBride to answer his question. All right. A- answer Ronald. Ronald. Everett, oh, look, Shager, he wears shirts Schultz. like you. That's pretty funny. You're good. Yeah. Good, good joke, Nando. Thank you. Uh, uh, Schultz, Ronald. I'm going with Schultz. Rico Dowdell, how does this change your view on Pollard? Uh, I, you know what, during the show, I don't know if that came through, so I don't know if that's did not see that. Uh, I mean, maybe you could keep up on the news before you do these shows. Uh, I was completely up to date on on my news, so if it happened in this last hour, I haven't been following the news, so that's all I'm saying. Uh, no, it'll add more to Tony Pollard. Listen, you're starting Tony Pollard regardless, so. Uh, you know, add another five to seven touches. Tony Pollard this week, if you're not going to use him in championship week, uh, you know, when are you going to possibly use him? You know, props to you for getting a Tony Pollard team to uh, the championship. And uh, he's a, you know, he's an RB1 this week, top 12. So doesn't change my opinion on him. Maybe Moves it's consolation. Maybe, maybe it's not a championship. Well, regardless, e- either way you're starting. it. Mm-hmm. Ronald, shout out to you, man. <laughs> it looks a little different when you wear it. Yeah. All right, last unit. one. Let's get let's get Jack, and then uh, I'll play the music. Yeah. Pick two wide receivers and a flex between James Conner, Rasheed Rice, Amari Cooper, Devon, oh, Devon Smith, Rasheed Rice, and T. Higgins. That's your answer. There you go. Wish you all well in championship week. Go win your titles, and uh, Nando will be back to annoy you guys uh, next week with myself. Will I? 
Maybe. I might replace you, honestly. Yeah, go ahead, man. Joel wants to do it. Next week, Chris Carroll, Joel Pinheiro. I'm going to leave Chris up here awkwardly because he doesn't know how to remove himself from the screen. Just nervously waiting for the stream to end. It hasn't yet. Look at that frozen, nervous glare Chris Vaccaro has as he waits for the stream. Not at all. You're on it, too. Doesn't know what you to can, do. You can just keep doing it. <laughs> Deer in headlights. Let's see how red he can get. <laughs> 